Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. I'm Yannick Peterschmidt and I'm leading the enablement team for SAP S4HANA. Today's episode will be the second of three in which we focus on the very important topic of system conversion. In the last episode, we talked about best practices to transfer your financial data. Today, we're moving to another aspect which is critical to for a company, logistics. And I'm joined today by Chelia Sander, who's part of the Regional Implementation Group, to talk about that. Welcome, Sander. Hello, Yannick, and uh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be part of this program. Thanks for being with us. Before we go into let's say, the beef, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I have about 15 years of experience in SAP, and I'm currently serving as an SAP Espahana product expert. I've been part of the regional implementation group, which was uh, instituted just before the first release of Espahana in 2015 uh, to help customers who are moving to Espahana. I have supported a number of Espahana projects, both new implementation and system conversion, and have been involved in training SAP customers and partners. Great to have an implementation and migration guru with you today, um, Sandar. But before we start, we'd like to get to know you a little bit more personally. So maybe you can tell us a thing or two about um, that kind of people you are. Yeah, sure. Uh, I can tell you something that I loved doing many years ago. Uh, due to personal reasons, I had to take up a teaching job for a few years at a private Christian school in the U.S. I taught math and science for high school kids, and that was something I really enjoyed. I love the students and I was able to motivate them to learn math. It truly brings back some good memories when I talk about it. Very cool. Let us begin now with a quick overview of what we will be covering today. Could you please briefly explain the topics um, that we're planning to discuss? Uh, within logistics area, there are a few topics that are applicable to all customers and there are others that are customer specific. Customer vendor integration also known as CVI, is relevant to all system conversion customers. Material requirement planning, known as MRP, is relevant to those customers who use MRP. And there are other topics such as output management, settlement management, service procurement, and the list goes on. Uh, but today, we will cover CVI, MRP, and output management in this session. Very good. And thanks, of course, for explaining the acronyms. Uh, usual topic for an SAP um, guru like you, uh, but it's good to explain for our listeners as well, uh, because we will uh, use them uh, a few times, I think, moving on. Now we have a number of topics to cover. Let's start with the first one, CVI. What is CVI and why is it required for system conversion? Customer vendor integration, which I will refer to as CVI hereafter, is the concept of synchronizing every customer master and vendor master with a business partner. In Esfahana, the business partner, also referred to as BP, is the leading object and customer and vendor data are assigned to BP as roles. This data model is already available in SAP ERP. However, many SAP customers have not activated CBI and therefore are not using the BP data model in their ERP environment. Since BP is the leading object and CBI is mandatory in S4HANA, it becomes necessary to synchronize all the existing customers and vendors to BP in ERP. In other words, 
you need to execute the CVA synchronization process while you are in SAP ERP in preparation for system conversion. Okay, I see. Now we know the what and the why of CVI. And you mentioned that SAP customers need to execute the CVI synchronization process in the ERP system. Can you explain what that means? Sure. That actually is the how of the CVI. In the CVI synchronization process, we create BPs for every customer and vendor in the system. In addition to that, if there are contact persons associated with the vendor or customer, a separate BP will be created for that contact person as well in this process. Before we execute the synchronization step, we need to make sure that the data is clean and the necessary CVA configurations are done. SAP offers a comprehensive tool called CVA Cockpit to execute CVA synchronization in the ERP system. This tool has many features. The first one is a report which identifies data errors and enables you to correct the errors directly from the report. The second feature provides a direct path to customizing, which enables you to make customizing settings for CVI. And the third one is to execute the synchronization step, which allows you to create BPs for customers and vendors. And for if you need more details about this tool and the activities relevant to CVA synchronization, please refer to the CVA cookbook published by our team. You can find this cookbook by a simple Google search for CVI cookbook. That's great news because that's the place I would have searched for it, honestly. Uh, so great to know that it's as easy as that to find. And can you confirm that the cookbook explains how to use the CVI cockpit like end-to-end, -end, like a recipe book? Yes, it does. It uh, explains all the configuration activities, including the number range assignments and mapping. Okay. So another question that many customers ask is the CVI concept exists in SAP ERP. So can the customer execute CVI synchronization ahead of the system conversion project? What is ACP? What is your recommendation in the end? Yeah, CVI synchronization is a prerequisite for converting an SAP ERP system to S4HANA system. That means all the customers, vendors, and contact persons must be converted to BPs in the ERP system before starting system conversion. Since CVI concept already exists in SAP ERP, it is a good idea to complete CVA synchronization much before the start of the S4HANA system conversion. Customers can complete CVA synchronization in the productive ERP system and continue to operate without any impact to the existing business processes. In fact, many customers have chosen this approach and have executed CVA synchronization months before the start of system conversion. One last comment. It is recommended that this entire CVA synchronization process is run in a sandbox environment with a copy of the production system to get a good understanding of the quality of the data and evaluate the effort level for completing this activity. Very interesting. And I have to admit, Sandor, that I did not know that the synchronization could happen uh, even before you do the uh, system conversion. So let's say the system conversion in ACP S4HANA was successful. Is, is there anything else that needs to be done after this from a CVI perspective, or am I then done? Yes, the business partner becomes the leading object in S4HANA, and therefore the CVA synchronization direction has to be reversed in customizing to go from BP to customer and vendor. 
the number range setting should also be adjusted accordingly. This needs to be done before giving the system back to the business for productive use. Okay. Our customers always look for SAP's recommendation, right? As I just said. So let's now move on to the next item on the list. And if for the customer using MRP in SAP ERP, are there any preparation activities from a system conversion perspective? Yes, there are some preparation activities. Some of our customers use storage location MRP in their existing ERP environment. This actually allows them to exclude storage location from MRP planning or plan storage location separately. In S4HANA, storage location MRP is not supported and it is required to switch to MRP areas. The good news is that MRP areas allow you to achieve the same planning functionalities. You may ask me why we switch from storage location MRP to MRP areas. The reason is that the MRP logic is simplified in S4HANA, and in particular, the MRP area logic is more advanced than the logic for planning on storage location level. If storage location MRP is used in the ERP system, the simplification item check report, also known as SI check, will flag it in red, indicating that this needs to be addressed. The SI check actually enables you to identify the changes in S4HANA based on the simplification list that are relevant to your source ERP system. Now, coming back to MRP, SAP has actually provided a migration report which enables the customer to identify the missing configuration. In fact, this report helps complete all of the activities relevant to MRP to prepare the system for conversion. Some customers may be using subcontracting functionality and those customers will have to create subcontracting MRP areas to plan for subcontracting requirements in S4HANA. Finally, Remember to run the setup reports after system conversion to populate the new planning file tables in S4HANA. You know what, Sandra, this is bringing me back in 2015 when my team was responsible you know, for the so-called simplification list and we, uh, we, we brought that to the customers. And it's great to see that many, many tools uh, brought a lot of automation in this entire process. Uh, and it's good to know that SAP provides tools to complete the tasks we're describing as well. So are there more items that a customer needs to do in the preparation for system conversion? Yes, there may be items identified the SI check depending on the SAP solutions or modules implemented by the customer. There's one item which is new in S4HANA that I would like to highlight today, and that is S4HANA output management. This solution enables business users to perform all output related tasks without having to depend on developers. This can be used in all the applications such as procurement, sales, finance, and so on with S4HANA. The significant aspect of this new output management solution is that it comes with pre-configured, ready-to-use settings. It also has some nice central monitoring tools for the key users. So when you say so, it really feels that implementing this solution is easy and quick. But hey, I'm two decades with SAP, so I'd like to get some proof points, please, Sandra. Yes, it is. It is easy and it is quick. Well, in addition to that, uh, I would like to explain a few more interesting features of S4HANA output management. 
it is not mandatory in Espahana. That means you could continue to use the existing output management from SAP ERP. The entire output management scope of ERP is still available in Espahana. Finally, and most importantly, this new solution can be implemented selectively. That is, you could implement the new solution, for example, for sales order, and continue to use the old NAST output framework for purchase order. Interesting. Yeah, we're very close to the to the end, and I'd like to summarize that real quick. So we started with CVI, the customer vendor integration, which is the concept of synchronizing every customer and vendor with the business partner. Then we talked about the request to execute a CVI synchronization process while we are in the SAP ERP in preparation for system conversion. Then you told us that when using MRP, the SAP migration report and the simplification item check to prepare for the system conversion will help you get the job done. And last but not least, output management. With the new SAP S4HANA output management, it's worth looking at it. And there's a big effort the last releases to incorporate innovation. I hope that was a good summary. What do you think? Yes, that uh, uh, sure, that sums it up uh, very nicely. Well, before we close, uh, I would like to remind everyone about the 10 Steps to Espahana workshop. And I believe our colleague Sheldon has provided the details in our previous episode. If anyone is interested, they can reach out to their SAP account team. Thanks for the reminder. And yes, I can confirm that Sheldon did that in the previous episode. Sonda, it was a pleasure. Thanks a lot for being with us today and sharing your insights. I learned a lot, like in every episode, I have the pleasure to run. And as always, if you all enjoyed today's discussion I had with Sander and would like to learn more, stay tuned for the next one, because this is a series of three. As always, feel free to drop us an email via insidess 4 at sap.com. I repeat, insidess 4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and always be inside ACPS for HANA. Bye-bye.